Make Jesus the way. Tell the truth on the podcast. Tell the truth. Coming up fast. Hi, everybody. This is Sharon and Tell the Truth with True Life Music. I just love books and stories and mysteries that make you want to find out what's going to happen next. Of course, a happily ever after ending is always the best ending, no matter what the characters have to go through to get there. I guess it's because we always want to know what's going to happen in the future. And of course, we all do have a future somewhere. God didn't create us just to live and die and that's it. End of story. No, there's a reason we wonder about the future because, conscious of the fact or not, we really do wonder what will become of us. Life is full of mysteries, things we can never figure out, and that's what makes life interesting and challenging, trying to find answers for things we don't know. For instance, when I know for a fact that I did not ever run over a deer, dead or alive, but yet somehow there's an amount of deer fur very plainly stuck under my car. Oh, that's why the muffler is rattling. Hmm, it makes me wonder. As time goes on, the mystery of the deer fur doesn't get any closer to being solved. In fact, it seems to get more and more complicated. Well, out here in South Dakota, you can see the deer coming. So any and all persons who might have a clue in this matter seem completely mystified. And that leaves me back where I started from with no idea whatsoever how to solve this mystery. The whole event will probably fade away into history without ever being solved. It's a good thing God gave us a brain so we could always be trying to figure things out and solve the puzzle. So many times when Jesus was talking to his friends, they really didn't understand what in the world he was talking about. It all seemed like a mystery to them. Like when some people wanted to see him, and his answer was that, until a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, only then will it produce many more grains of wheat, producing a wonderful harvest. I don't think they had a clue what he meant. Or when he said that he would destroy the temple made with human hands, and in three days he will build another temple made without human hands, how can that be? It took years and years to build the temple, and he's going to build it up in three days? That's impossible. As always, Jesus had a very clear message behind his mysteries. And at one point, he even told his closest friends, the disciples, that they were specifically chosen as ones he could reveal his mysteries to. So many times he said things that seemed contradictory or made no sense at all. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. What? Or, many that are first shall be last, and the last will be first. What? Or, Unless you become like little children, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. What? 
always, always there's a deep underlying lesson in all that Jesus taught. He is the truth, so all his words have to be true. And it's up to us to figure out what he meant by all these examples. The more we read his book of truth and ask for wisdom like we're supposed to, the more he will make clear his messages to us. That's enough to keep me busy for the rest of my life. Now, to me, the whole idea of truth can really be wrapped up in one word, gospel. That word gospel comes from a Greek word that means good news. So I'm all for it. I don't want to hear that the cat died or there's water in the basement or there's a bad disease going around. I want some good news, and that's what gospel means. So just what exactly is this good news? The book of Mark, in chapter 1, says that Jesus went around talking about the gospel, or good news, of the kingdom of God. And this was right after he learned that his cousin John was put in prison. How can you talk about good news when your own cousin just got locked up and he hadn't done anything wrong? But here's Jesus telling people to turn away from everything evil, to repent, and believe in the good news. The good news was, and is, and always will be, that because Jesus came and gave his life for us, we can be forgiven, if we want to, and be assured of an everlasting life forever in heaven. Jesus actually said to repent, which means to have a sincere change of heart and mind, to turn around and go the right direction, and believe the good news. The good news was that supernaturally he did come to earth and he was born like all the rest of us and his purpose was so that anyone who believed in him would have eternal life. That's good news. That's awesome. That's fantastic. How can it not be? No more doom and gloom for me. No more woe is me. No more the world's falling apart. Well, it is, but that's beside the point. The point is that we won't live in this world forever because Jesus, the man of truth, says in John 3.16 that he is the way to eternal life. And not just for a select few. Oh no, it's for any and everybody, whosoever believes. And that is a glorious future. No more doom and gloom for me. I have a glorious future. This song is called John 3.16. Maybe you know it, so sing along with me. For God so loved the world, He gave His only Son, that whoever believes in Him shall not die, shall not die. Whoever believes shall not die, but have everlasting life, Jesus said, Jesus said. For God so loved the world, He gave His only Son, that whoever believes in Him shall not Whoever believes 
Jesus was walking along the seashore one day, um, he saw some guys who were fishing, and he called them. Remember Peter and Andrew? So he could teach them how to share the good news with everybody because everybody needs good news. In fact, there's a version of the Bible called the Good News Bible. Why would you not want to read that? And like I said, it's full of mysteries that always point us to the truth of the good news. Now, let me tell you something. Speaking from personal experience, it is extremely easy to listen to alternative news. It can seem so, so right at the time to fall for what we think is the best, most up-to-date path to take. It can seem so good, even though there's a little nagging thought in the back of my brain that says, uh-uh, no, no, no. It's so easy to push that little annoying nagging thought down, and the rosy path might get a little thorny and more complicated, and the roses might fade, and eventually we're facing a very bad news situation. How? Did I get myself into this pathetic, pitiful, bottom-of-the-barrel, homeless, hopeless, directionless situation? I only have myself to blame. What a moron. I didn't listen to the good news, but instead paid attention to the bad news, which seemed good at the time. If you have no job, no money, no food, no place to live, I would say that's pretty bad. The good news is, Jesus wants to provide for us and get us on the plan he has for us. I had to say, Lord, I'm really tired of going my own way. Please forgive me and for being so stubborn. You must have something better for me, because everything I've tried to do has failed miserably. Lord, will you please lead me where you want me to go? Phew! What a relief! The weight is lifted. Huh, what peace of mind, knowing I don't have to struggle just to survive, but let Jesus take control of all my disasters and all my past, and he will. This is a song I wrote called Someday Soon.
Solved mysteries like why did the little five-year-old boy disappear and walk all the way like two miles to the bakery in town and walk all the way back home very carefully holding a plate of brownies huh, some things i'll never figure out why did the man fall through the ice on his snowmobile and went to the bottom of the lake twice before he finally managed to crawl out on top of the ice and get rescued? I do know that God is always watching over us and he keeps us safe from disasters because he has things for us to do. Why did God keep me from going over a cliff in a snowstorm when I couldn't see the road? I had no idea if I even was on the road, and I could have crashed to certain death hundreds of feet below. Like I said before, he will allow certain things to happen to get our attention because he really is waiting for us to talk to him. All his promises for us are in the book of truth, so all we have to do is read and follow the directions and he'll take it from there. He promised. His future for us is unbelievable, and that's good news. He shields us from all our own self-destruction. This is a song I wrote, taken from the promises I found in the book of Psalms, chapter 84. It's called, God Our Shield. Mm-hmm. 
for yourself. It's Psalm 84. It's pretty amazing and always encourages me. Read all about it and keep checking up on Why Millbank for future podcasts from Sharon and True Life. There's always more stories to tell. Oh yeah, I got a lot of them. You can show your support by liking us and tell your friends. That's immensely encouraging. Thank you so very much and remember always Tell the Truth. Thank you for listening to Tell the Truth Podcast with Sharon and True Life Music. Recorded in the Hawaii Milbank Podcast Studio in Milbank, South Dakota. You can contact us at SharonTrueLife at gmail.com or online at whymilbank.com slash tell the truth.